0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Game Vault Podcast. I'm your host Mark, and uh, yeah, it feels a little lonely in here. Um, yeah, it looks like I'm going to have to do this one solo this week, as uh, Jen and Tom are unavailable, but I do have a very special guest that will be joining me uh, for the third segment. Um, you know her, you love her, she's everybody's favorite niece, Kitty Ashcat will be joining me at the end of the podcast here um, for the final segment. Um, I'm going to basically title it, What Are the Kids Playing? Uh, so we'll speak to Kitty Ashcat and just see um, what's new in Roblox, what's new in, you know, Fortnite, or and if she's even playing Fortnite. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to check in with her, um, talk about uh, I just built her a new computer, uh, so we'll talk about that uh experience but um yeah without further ado let's get into what i've been playing this week um so uh first off um i installed a new cpu and ram into my system uh so i've had some time out there testing um what i can do in terms of speed and gaming and all that um so i fired up some witcher 3 uh to test it out um game looks gorgeous and i can have it run ray tracing, uh, 1440p, beautiful on my monitor here. Uh, so uh, that's the first. I used to have to do 1080 to even get it you know, to run without ray tracing and all that. So I can finally uh, get to use my uh, 3060 card as it is meant to be used. Uh, so that was a fun experience. I also uh, loaded up some Cyberpunk 2077, same thing. Can get that up to 1440p. Uh, I think it's it's like 30 to 45 frames per second um, I can run it, but um, yeah, it works fine to me. I'm not too much of a, a frame rate snob, so, you know, it wasn't that, you know, much of a difference to me having the, uh, the frame rate be a little, a little under 60, but um, it looks gorgeous. Um, all the updates to that game are amazing, um, and I'm glad that my system can finally run it the way it was kind of supposed to be played. Um, I ran a little uh, Assassin's Creed Origins um, just because I know that has a benchmark in it. I don't know if Odyssey does. I haven't downloaded that yet, but you know those benchmarks ran great. I can get like 90 to 120 frames per second at like 1440p ray tracing. It's it's kind of amazing. Um, so yeah, I was able to install a new cooler, new CPU, uh, add it to more uh, 16 more gigs of RAM. So everything is cooking on my end here. Other things I noticed, um, all my emulators load quickly. Um, There's no delay. Um, Some of the older ones uh, still were fine with with the Ryzen 5. Uh, But I loaded up uh, the PS3 emulator, and that kicked on immediately. Um, It didn't take a while for it to download shaders and stuff. That stuff just... And just filled in right away. So I was glad to uh, see that. And, um, yeah, so... all. Working well on the old school front um, and computer front. Maybe I'll start playing some more PC games as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, as we said later, I will discuss um, uh, Kitty Ashcat, um, where she got her first experience uh, with, um, you know, um, the system, you know, basically running fast because she had my old system. So um, I'll talk to her about Roblox. Speaking of computer, I uh, had <laughs> I have to talk about this. I uh, I know you guys get a little bored with uh, FIFA and vi- and sports video games and stuff like that, but um, I part of the uh, thing of testing the CPU, I ran FIFA 23, or at least I tried to run FIFA 23 at first, um, but I found out that the stupid EA Sports anti-cheat thing fucked up my the whole download of FIFA 23. It wouldn't let me load it. I tried to play it. It said I needed to do an update. I did an update. I verified integrity of files. I repaired it. Um, I, you know, I deleted it, uninstalled it, reinstalled it. Nothing worked. Rebooted the computer. Nothing would work. It kept telling me I was running the anti cheat twice for some stupid reason. So I Googled, looked it up. Um, So if any of you out there are having this problem, um, I had to. Uninstall the anti-cheat completely. Uninstall the game. Reinstall the game, and it would reinstall the anti-cheat. Um, update it. Um, you know, because all my drivers were good. I've updated the BIOS recently. Like everything should have been fine, but apparently, that's what I needed to do was uninstall everything down to like the, the ba- like the system never heard of FIFA 23 outside of my save files, which are in the cloud. Um, thank God. Uh, but finally got it to run it looks gorgeous um, no hitching, I used to have problems running even at you know, 60 frames uh, 1080p where it would skip or slow down a little bit every so often, this runs smooth I get like 90, sometimes 100 um, frames per second um, the ball is not a blur when it comes across the screen um, it runs perfectly fine um, I still fucking hate that anti-cheat engine um, I understand the reasons behind it, but the, uh, you know, uh, the the what it's messed up, you know, it's made... And it's only FIFA 23, by the way, because I think that's where most of the cheaters are, because that's where most of the money is in Ultimate Team. Uh, so, you know, my the Madden 23 works. I loaded up Dead Space. I loaded up Burnout Paradise. I loaded up, I think, the Master... Not Master Chief. The Mass Effect collection. All of those ran perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Um, it just seemed to be FIFA, so... You know, way to go, EA. Way to to fuck up your probably most profitable product um, on PC. And also, um, I've been messing around. You know, we're going through The Last of Us um, in the last final couple chapters. So we should finish it in the next couple weeks here. Um, I may need to split the David part um, that's coming up um, between two streams, but we'll see. Um, I forget exactly how long it is, but I think it's a little bit longer than you think. Uh, But the last part it's easy. Um, I could do that in one stream um, when I get to Salt Lake City and all that stuff. That's just like one big battle and then a battle getting out and you know, it, it should be should be fairly simple for that. Um, so <coughs> excuse me. Um, so yeah, So that has been fun. Um, I may end up doing um, you know uh, uh, Last of Us Part 2 maybe just to have something to keep going. Um, because, uh, a game I was thinking of streaming, but then just decided, like, uh, you know, I want to get my first experience on it, um, on my TV with, you know, the 4K and all the stuff that comes with it is I bought Resident Evil 4, uh, the remake. Um, I was going to stream that. That was a special game I was going to stream on Saturday, which, obviously, you notice I did not stream on Saturday, um, just because, you know, I was like, I want to experience this. The Hi-Fi Rush thing, um, you know, I love doing it. But it sort of, um, you know, took from me hearing the music, you know, that wasn't streamer friendly, you know, just seeing it not through uh, an emulator, not through, not through a, a capture card, you know, just ruined some things for me. So I want to at least enjoy my first playthrough um, on uh, my own, and then uh, maybe I'll stream a second playthrough with goofy costumes or whatever I can buy. Um, but so far, an hour in, uh, the game is great. Um, it, is, it is a great game. I mean, I'm not breaking any news here or having a hot take. But the remake looks looks gorgeous. Um, you know, Leon's hair looks perfect. Uh, so far, the, the merchant, you know, still the merchant. Still fun. Um, I love some of the add-on stuff um, in terms of... I don't know if they did this specifically, but they had some of the special things that you could collect. Um, be um, like, like missions, like side quests. Uh, for the merchant, I don't remember if that's in the other one, or you used to just, you would do it and it would pop up, Hey, merchant would like, hey, you seem to have done this here. But there are specific now you pick up, um, like, quest things, like, posted on the wall. So, um, they have some story behind them why you're doing it. Uh, so, it, it, it's pretty curious. But I haven't seen anything really divergent from um, the original. Um, I'm basically through just the first chapter. And a little bit of the second chapter. Um, That goes right into what I remember. So we'll see when we get to, like, the castle on the island, if anything really changes there. But so far, so good. Um, Just like Last of Us Part 1, it takes what is a great game, makes it look gorgeous, uh, makes it, you know, up to the standard of today. And, you know, the gameplay itself was a modern uh, type of shooter. Like, you can move now and shoot. So they added that. Um, the only odd thing is that you have to buy the, the red dot sight, which I don't think you had to do in the original. Um, that is a, a purchasable thing, but, and the way, um, you know, crosshairs work nowadays, it's not really that much of a, of a big deal not having the red marker. You can kind of see where you line up on the head and all that. So, um, not really worried, um, going forward. A lot of accessibility options, which are great. It helps with colorblindness. You know, uh, people that can't see red, you know, now that that laser sight is red, it's not, it can be green, yellow, whatever their colorblind yeah. is. So that's great. All the all the subtitle accessibility, because I have to have that turned on personally, um, it allows you to just do subtitles, or you can do subtitles and noises. I do noises just in case if I miss something, um, or something's supposed to come out of the right side of a speaker, you know, it'd be a little bit more difficult for me to pick up on if I'm supposed to pick up on it. Um, so it just adds to the tension, some of the stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it's a great. Uh, I'm sure you've seen plenty of videos and heard plenty of podcasts on it at this point. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, you know, possibly in the future on the channel. So, and, uh, yeah, that's about it for everything I played um, this week. I can't think of anything else. Um, you know, show's coming out next week, so that'll be in the news um, when I talk about that. But, yeah, so we have two spoiler casts that we're trying to schedule. Um, just to do a little housekeeping here. Uh, we have the... Uh, uh, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy 7 one with me, Jonathan, and Tom. More so, I'm going to be moderating Jonathan and Tom. Um, and then me and Jen are going to do The Last of Us. A um, little change of plans with that. Um, Jen wants to play through the game first, so she can, we can talk, you know, game and show comparatively, so, you know, that one will be a little bit delayed until she finishes the game uh, there. Uh, but I think it's going to be a good one. Um, I love Jen's opinions on games, especially, you know, games with a little horror backing and a little you know, zombies and monsters and stuff like that. So, it should be really interesting um, when we get to that. But, um, without further ado, um, let's get to the news here. Um, first off, we'll do something uh, pretty pretty nuts. Um, for a game that you never think um, really needed to have a sequel, um, they announced Counter-Strike 2 as a free upgrade to Counter-Strike. Um, they're going to be keeping some of the same maps, um, it's sort of, it brings, you know, the original game that you've probably been playing for years up to a Source Engine 2, um, or Source 2 engine, um, you know, to just make it built from the ground up maps, make it look a little more, you know, modern and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, CSGO players can bring their inventory in, um, you know, updated interface and, um... You know, uh, if you already play CSGO, and you probably, it's probably a little late for you guys, but uh, they are allowing a small group of those players, if you're one of them, congratulations, um, to test out, uh, you know, the stuff, because they are planning to uh, release this in summer of this year. Um, this really felt like a game that could have just shadow dropped, you know, they could have just been at GDC going, hey, so we went to the Source 2 engine, you know, Counter-Strike, and it's available today, you know, sort of thing, but... I think they really, because they know uh, what Counter-Strike players are like, that they kind of want to just get, you know, the feel from them and see, you know, things uh, are correct. You know, s- you know, they're testing out smoke grenades, having dynamic smoke. Um, you know, if you throw a couple, it'll be a bigger smoke cloud than, than normal. Um, it's not a set amount. So they're just testing that stuff out. And um, also, they're not doing anything to Dust 2, for those of you that play... Uh, Counter-Strike, you know um, that you'll be happy to hear that. Um, so it was just a, a weird thing. Um, you know, they just want to shake out any issues before a Worldwide release. So if you're a Counter-Strike player out there, um, either original Counter-Strike, if you're still set on that, like one of the betas um, from back in the 90s and you're like, I'm sticking to this, they're going to be upgrading this. So um, everything should stay the same. It just has update looks and, and more modern take on it. Um, or if you play CSGO, which came out about 11 years ago, You know, you're finally getting an upgrade here. But um, it's interesting to see them put the 2 on it. uh, Just because, you know, Overwatch did essentially the same thing. Just a little bit, but put a 2 on it. Um, I think, um, I'm not really sure, reading through the story, if they're going to do one of the things where they, you know, sunset um, original Counter-Strike or CSGO in favor of this, which I wouldn't recommend. That's kind of what, you know, Overwatch did. And uh, it alienated um, a good bit of the audience. So, you know, it's very interesting to um, see exactly how uh, this plays out um, here. But yeah, that is coming out in the summer. We'll probably learn more about it um, in June, um, probably when they're ready to announce an exact date uh, for uh, the launch. So, um, yeah, next story. as I mentioned, um, Xbox uh, Game Pass uh, closes its, um, you know, March lineup. Um, on March 28th, you will get MLB The Show 23 if you have Game Pass, which means I will be getting MLB The Show 23. Um, only downside to this, which I learned, is makes perfect sense that they're doing this, by the way, since it's not an Xbox Studios game. Um, the old game, uh, 22, will be leaving Game Pass when the new one comes on. So if you have MLB Show 22 and you, uh, you know, like that and want to keep with that while they work out the kinks on 23, I'd recommend purchasing it. Um, I think it's still full price. They probably, if they were smart, do a deal um, or a sale um, coming up uh, next week or opening day or some dumb thing like that um, to get anybody that wants to keep 22. But, or they can just say, hey, sucker, pay, you know, $70. Uh, screw you. Or you know, but um so twenty three is coming. Um and then a rhythm RPG Infinite Guitars um is also launching on Game Pass as well at the end of the month. Um so uh you know, this is also uh one difference is the show is console only, infinite guitars is PC. So, you know, be on lookout for that. If you have Game Pass Ultimate, you'll be able to um play Infinite Guitars wherever you want it. Uh, next up, um Speaking of uh, you know game things, uh, uh, combining from two different sources, uh, Riot and Prime Gaming uh, renewed their deals for uh, in rewards uh, games. Um, the if you remember correctly, um, that's for Valorant, League of Legends, uh, you know, and a couple other games like Teamfight Tactics and League of Legends, Wild Rift, and Legends of Ruteria, Um you know, essentially, um, you can use that um, to get, like, points and, and cosmetics and permanent upgrades and, you know, for skins. You know, not it doesn't look like it's anything, um, you know, like emotes and stuff like that. You know, not anything that looks like it's game-breaking, but um, they are extending that deal to allow you to still get that if you have Prime Gaming, which is another reason if you're uh, an, a Riot Games fan... Um, to have Prime Gaming outside of being able to subscribe to one Twitch channel every month, uh, so yeah, check that out if you um, were worried about um, this deal falling apart. Next up in um, not so um, fun news: uh, speaking of Twitch and Amazon, um, they uh, laid off uh, four hundred staff members um, back on on March twentieth. Um, you know, Amazon downsizing. So, uh, you know, with 400 employees, Um, there's about uh, 13,000 or so that are listed on LinkedIn. So it's not like a huge percentage, but that's still 400 people without a job. Um, You know, the company, uh, Amazon announced that it would uh, be cutting 9,000 jobs, um, you know, across, you know, AWX, uh, PXT, advertising, and Twitch. Um, And they had already cut 18,000 jobs earlier in January. So this just adds to it. It's just not a terrible thing in in this, in media, you know, gaming or, um, you know, even journalism, for that matter, um, where these layoffs are happening because either um, it's not as profitable as they thought or they want more profit. Um, It's just, or maybe a company overstretched. But, you know, for a company like Amazon, this really shouldn't be happening, um, at least in my opinion. But I, I don't have an economics degree or anything like that. Uh, This just seems like uh, they saw their bottom line take a little bit of a hit and didn't like um, the number they saw on the balance sheet. Um, So, unfortunately, uh, some layoffs uh, coming. So, you know, uh, they did have a new CEO um, because the previous one left um, earlier um, after 15 years, and he had the same, you know, corporate-speak thing of, you know, empowering communities and, you know, you know, sometimes it's hard decisions to protect our business, you know, so that Twitch can keep running, you know, you know, wanking motion statements. Um, so, uh, yeah, sad news there. Um, and uh, moving on. Uh, so the, um, in, in a little bit, um, upbeat news. Um, the, uh, the finalists for the uh, Strong National Museum of Play announced the finalists um, for the 2023 class. Of video Game Hall of Fame um, uh, it It is the 12 finalist And they will uh, do a vote I don't know if this is the same percentage As like um, You know uh, MLB or any of the other Hall of Fames or what But the uh, 12 nominees um, For 2023 uh, If you don't remember These Video Game uh, Hall of Fame stuff Is like taking the whole thing So when I read some of these games You know sometimes it means like the whole uh, Genre of it um so uh, first off is age of Empires. Um, I'm assuming that means the um, entire thing or maybe it is just age of Empires one. Uh, but either way um, that is very worthy um, just from the you know the impact it had on on those type of strategy games. Um, Angry Birds probably one of the first I think Candy crush is already in the Hall of fame um, of phone games to like sort of explode, you know, got a movie and all that crazy stuff. Uh, Barbie Fashion Designer, um, which is an old CD-ROM from, like, uh, the 90s, uh, you know, uh, that was, like, the first thing targeted at what people thought girl gamers wanted, uh, but uh, I do have heard very uh, positive things from uh, female gamers that, you know, have played that and, you know, currently, you know, gamers that it was it was actually, you know, a decent game and didn't, like, mock their intelligence like some of the Flash games uh, that came later did. Um, Call of Duty 4: Modern Warfare, the original, um, not the uh, one that came out recently, and that was a, a pivotal moment in, you know, first-person shooters of, of the military kind. Um, that was the first one that basically made Call of Duty what Call of Duty is nowadays. Um, for those of us that played Call of Duty before that, you know, it was like, uh, you know, we remember uh, the ways it was beforehand, uh, and then this just story and just, you know. Uh, the way they're writing for it, and it wasn't just a strict forward, like, there was some World War II stuff in Call of Duty that was just like, we're just going to follow the battles of the war in a historical segment. This was the first one to put it in a modern context um, within the, wor- the uh, you know, War on Terror and, you know, uh, that era of warfare uh, and kind of made it um, very interesting. Um, uh, computer Space, um, you know, this is back, you know, um, another game on this I don't know too much about. Um, Computer space uh, there, but, you know, uh, probably from the look of the photo um, and the ad, it does look like an older PC game. Um, uh, FIFA International Soccer. Uh, Again, I'm assuming that's the entire thing, which is what I'm taking A to the Empires to be as well. Um, FIFA revolutionized, um, you know, the soccer game on the video uh, on the home console. Before that, everything was all over the place in the way um, it was designed um, there were games like Goal, and, you know, there's probably an NES soccer game. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but uh, FIFA um, with the isometric um, 2D um, just changed the way um, sports video games could look because um, everything else was 2D, um, side-scrolling, uh, this with the isometric, um, you know, just, just it, it looked distinctive. It was one of my favorite video games um, on the Sega Genesis. Uh, yeah, growing up, um, GoldenEye, 007, um, there are obvious reasons. Um, that was probably every a lot of people's first first-person shooters, um, like multiplayer game. I know there there's the the Quake people out there that were like the cool kids, you know, the hipsters before that that were playing Quake um, uh, before GoldenEye came out. But for the majority of of, of video game um, players in my age range. Cold Night was really the first one where we got to sit around with our friends and you know had fun, made up our own rules and things like that. Um, you know, and it was a it was a coming of age thing, um, essentially uh, on the N64. There, um, don't go back and play it now, um, comparatively, um, unless if you're playing four player. If you try to play the single player, you know it's it's got some of that um, N64 for jank to it a little bit. Um, so, uh, the, the remasters and stuff make it look a little bit better, um, than playing the, the original, um, cartridge. Um, The Last of Us, you know, um, for my opinion, probably changed, uh, the way video game stories can be told. It's the first one that can be translated into a TV show and, you know, you don't tell anyone that it was a video game and they would believe, like, somebody could be watching the TV show and have no idea that it was a video game. You know, it's not like any other video game adaptations where you can kind of see the video game-ness in it. Um, So, great addition to this list. NBA 2K, um, you know, uh, with the way that did simulation basketball, um, NBA Live was a great uh, arcade-esque game, uh, but could never get the simulation right. It just felt a little off. Um, uh, 2K was the first to sort of um, get that um, perfection um, down there um, and kind of... Um, even back when it was on Dreamcast and stuff with 2K1, uh, you could see sort of what they were going for, it made it a little different, and, you know, you could get really deep into it, um, like, like you do nowadays. Um, then we have Quake, aforementioned, that was probably the, the first major, um, multiplayer first-person shooter game. Um, you know, I went back to that after playing GoldenEye, so got to experience that later, um. But everything I said with GoldenEye, it's just the reverse for PC gamers and, you know, it's a whole new people learning how to have servers and and just a whole bunch of things there. Um, I'm not much in that ecosystem, so maybe someone better on Twitter um, can let us know um, sort of, you know, the implications of that um, game there. And then uh, Wii Sports. I mean, if you were alive when Wii Sports phenomenon started and you were of age of being able to remember it it was ridiculous in the sense that it had your grandmother wanted to play it your aunts and uncles that have never touched the video game before wanting to play it they could play with the three-year-old you know you could probably play tennis or kind of figure it out you know there was no real age limit to it um it was you know one of those you know once in a lifetime games um that just comes out of nowhere and, uh, it's the reason why the Wii sold over 100 million consoles, 100%. I don't know of another game that would, that you could say sold a console like that. Maybe the original Super Mario Brothers. maybe World, not sure, um, maybe 64. You know, a lot of those Mario games, you know, are because of Mario, um, that they sold. This was just, hey, motion controls, you want to play golf, you want to play tennis, you want to f- box... You know, here you go. Just have it. You just go with the screen, and the thing you do with your hands goes on the screen. It was like every kid that grew up in the 80s um, that were a little bit older the, on, the, uh, old, on the younger Gen X side. You know, all the things they saw that technology was going to be um, in the future. This was, like, the best. Um, you know, they've gone through the power glove and all the other bullshit that didn't work. Um, and this was, that's why it became a phenomenon because you had kids my age and, you know, the older millennials that were of the age where, oh, this is a cool game to play with friends around there. And then you had the younger ones that this is the first game they could really play with their older siblings. Um, You had, you know, grandparents and stuff that, you know, can finally not just sit on the couch and watch the kids play. They can be involved. Um, I even think they started putting this in nursing homes to get the the, uh, senior citizens active, you know, um, to give them something to do um, while they were there. So... You know great addition probably should go in that should be like unanimous first ballot that that game um i don't think there'll ever be anything like it again uh, and then finally wizardry um it's the last game um here again old it looks like a old pc game um i apologize if i should know that game but i, I don't really but um i would say um you know if, if you had to give me i'm just gonna take four of these games um, on this list, you know, Wii Sports should be on there for sure. Um, uh, I, I would put Angry Birds on there, um, just because it crossed over. Um, and then it would really come down to, um, you know, it comes down to three games for the final two spots, and I'll let everybody fight it out, in my opinion. because um, I think some of these can make it next year when there's not as much competition. Um, but like The Last of Us, FIFA, and Call of Duty. Um, those three games are monsters, and they should absolutely, um, you know, get their um, due in there. Um, so, you know, it should be should be interesting. Um, just to let you know, last year's inductees were Ms. Pac-Man, um, Sid Meier's Civilization, Dance Dance Revolution, and The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, so there will be, um, looks like four um, will make it. Um, so we'll find out... Um, uh, You can't vote anymore. You had a fan ballot, but we'll find out on May 4th um, who won. And, um, real quick, um, Paradox Interactive has a game called Life by You, which is a life simulator. Go read about it. Um, It sounds like it could be insane. Um, It could be like some cross between The Sims and Tamodachi Life, um, just from the brief glance I did on it. Um, I'll look deeper into it and probably maybe talk about it next week um, as well, but... Yeah, they're they're making Second Life better, apparently. Um, And then finally, in our bi-weekly update on the Microsoft Activision deal, um, the UK CMA, the Competition and Markets Authority, um, has uh, sort of lessened its concerns um, over the anti-competition. They're worried, you know, about a couple things, you know, they're still going to, um, you know, look into some stuff, but this is a good result for, um, you know, Microsoft to close this. Um, they said that there's no evidence that it will result in substantial lessening of competition if you to console gaming in the UK. Um, you know, they, uh, they still want to, um, you know, uh, still concerned about, you know, cloud gaming and what that looks like. So, still looking, but I think by and large, this is a good sign for anyone that wanted at the, uh, the merger to go through um and yeah that is it for the news um yeah everything's pretty good um we should be having more stuff coming up as we get closer to e3 here but yeah yeah that should do it here and now um we are joined and we're going to be joined uh by kitty Ashcat here uh for the uh final segment um which i'm titling what are the kids playing all right welcome everybody back to the uh third segment here As I promised, uh, we are joined by the one and only, you know her, you love her, everyone's favorite niece, Kitty Ashcat.
1: Hi. Ash,
0: how you doing? I'm
1: great. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I thought with Jen and Tom not available for the podcast this week, this would be a great time to uh, do a little segment that I wanted to do called, uh, What Are the Kids Playing? Uh, Because obviously, me and Ash uh, talk about video games and uh, she plays much different games than I do um, because of uh, generation difference here. Um, there is a at least one generation difference um, between us, uh, depending on when the cutoff is uh, for her. But, um, yeah, so before we get into the games, I just wanted to uh, discuss with her, as you guys uh, heard about on our streams or um, in the podcast... Um, I had uh, built Ash, her first computer, last year, um, so she could play PC games and stuff like that. Um, and then this year, I or last couple weeks, I upgraded her PC, um, added a uh, Ryzen uh, AMD 5 um, to it, uh, basically my old CPU I put into the system, speed her computer up a little bit, got her a new motherboard, some new RAM, thanks to uh, Jen um, for the RGB RAM. Um, so, I was just curious, before we get into games, uh, what did you think of your first experience seeing a computer put together from scratch, basically?
1: Um, it was kind of, like, crazy, because I never saw someone build it before. And it was cool, because I saw someone, like, building it, and it looked really cool at the end. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, I know uh, it took us about four hours uh, to... Uh, uh, step in and do it. So um, it was basically because I had to take the stuff out of her old PC, put it into the new PC, um, or uh, take out bits of um, stuff from there. Um, I think only like a fan or something made it. But I had to deconstruct her old PC, put in a new one, and we got it all together. It's a beautiful white case from Fractal, um, and it, uh, supposed to have RGB fans. Still figuring that out. Um, so yeah, yeah. So. That's the computer build update. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so we'll move on to games. All right, so we got the computer build over with. Uh, Ash, um, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a
1: lot of Mario Party and Pokemon Scarlet recently, and a lot of games with my friends on Roblox, if no one heard of that before.
0: What specific games? Because uh, Roblox is something that uh, me and Jen and Tom haven't really got much into. So what, what are the games that, as this segment is called, what are the kids playing Roblox? Roblox?
1: Um, there's like a lot of horror games on there kids play. like I know like some five-year-old that plays horror games on there that's like over like 13 plus. I'm like, why is he playing that?
0: <laughs> we all think that sometimes.
1: And I'm like so confused about it. And then, I've been playing a lot of Steven Universe games, or, like, gem games, if you guys never heard of Steven Universe. Really good, really good season, show, whatever it's called. Recommend watching it. I've been playing those games, and a horse game called Wild Horse Island. Very fun. Plays it with my friends a lot, and fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, well, um, I don't think you could uh, um, make uh, Jen love you any more than mentioning that you, outside of playing horror games, that you also a horse game because jen used to ride horses when she was younger so you were just hitting are we are we sure you're you're not you're, you're not in her family bloodline? Um, are we sure
1: uh,
0: No. <laughs> um, so is there um i know there with roblox i just like to get in talking to you about it um there as some would say there's some like knockoff sort of like games like i know you were playing a game that was very similar to splatoon on there is that um did you feel playing those games helped you when you actually played the real game
1: yeah Um, but it felt a lot more different because i played it on computer not on the switch i should say um i felt like it was like more harder on switch than computer because it was pretty easy and the game is also called splatoon alpha if you guys want to play it it's really fun. So, recommend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, and, um, yeah, that's either the, now, for, for the Roblox games, is it usually, do you guys get, like, recommended the games, or is it, like, sort of a, as we would say, word of mouth thing between friends, like a friend finds a game, and then everybody starts playing it, like, how? just explain, um, as you can, the, uh, just sort of the layout. Of Roblox and how you find the games you want to play. Normally,
1: if you play with friends, they show you games, and then if you get addicted to it, you just keep on playing it. Or normally, there's recommends in the game that you can play with your other friends so they can play it. And it's like both, honestly. So it's really fun, honestly. <laughs> it
0: doesn't seem much different to how we um, uh, found games back uh, when we were around your age, because uh, that was more your friends would see something in a magazine or at a uh, a, a video game store, like a, uh, you know, the Toys R Us or a Blockbuster. Now, Ash, a Blockbuster is a store you would go into and you could rent video games and bring them home for three days. Sounds, <laughs> That'd be a cool idea, right? Sounds
1: like a movie. Yeah. Area,
0: like Redbox. <laughs> sounds like Redbox, yes. Um, the old owners of Blockbuster would hate you for saying that. Oh... Um. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so yeah the um yeah it's always curious to me because I know um, it seems like uh, an entire generation um, I I've had this discussion even not even generational like between us um, the like the difference between me Jen and and Tom where I never got into Pokemon really because um, I was just a couple years too old for it and now I'm playing it you know you got scarlet I have violet. Um, we're going through the game um, sorted together, um, but the, the thing I'm always interested in is, now, Minecraft, is that, um, you know, you are, as we've seen on stream, anybody that watches the stream, she we did a build stream with, with, with Ash here, and she built that bee house, and it came out really well. Um, the houses all looked like bees, which is really well done and, and, and impressed. I, I know Jen. Um, with it uh, i bu- I built a house that literally had bees in it that was my bee house <laughs> i i i honestly did not understand the assignment um but yeah so i know minecraft um you're a little more deeper into it i think than your sister um was uh because i used to annoy her a lot by i would just keep digging as deep as i could um, while she was trying to build stuff and she would get more mad I don't mad but like I guess worried and upset because she would get nervous about the the enemies that are below ground um, that I might run into um, and she would be scared for me but um, as someone that seems to know you built you know that witch's house that we saw on the stream and all that as someone that more aligns with that just like what what do you like um, about about Minecraft? Like, what, what draws you to it?
1: Um, I have like favorite Minecraft players, but I haven't really watched them. I don't like barely use YouTube anymore, but the, um, I got like half of the builds I watched they build. And it was really fun and I tried them and then I just kept on doing them over and over again. And then I got like into um, playing the game a lot and then I got really good at building. And one of my favorite Seasons. What they're doing right now is Empires. Okay. Recommend watching them. Watching it, it's really good. And one of the interspersion. I can't. Oh, I cannot say that. Oh, whatever. Um. Well, one of the one of the names is L D Shadow Lady. Pretty fun person. She makes me laugh. I watched her since I was like like seven. She's really fun, and she made me laugh half of the time. And her builds are amazing. And I love her um, Empire so far in the new season, and plus I loved her old Empire in last season. So um, I'm just excited what they're gonna do. Yeah,
0: the uh, I know all those um, older gamers out there, you know, know the Minecraft and, and the Roblox are good. Are are you one? Are you one of the Fortnite people too? Do you play Fortnite or is that like um, not your my... not your bag?
1: My friends play it, but I don't play it. Same with my sister, but, like, honestly did not get to the game. Yeah. I feel like it's way more difficult. But it's fun, but I will not, like, play it that much because, honestly, don't like the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, I, I honestly didn't get into it either. Um, again, it was another game that I played with your sisters you'd get frustrated because I wasn't at it. Um, if... You, Everyone out there knows that I've spoken about my nieces before on the podcast. Um, if you haven't heard from streams and stuff, uh, her sister uh, Ava is uh, the, the more competitive one of the two so when you're not playing the game correctly, she kind of gets mad because she's not letting her win. So <laughs> Ashley is more in line with us and she does get competitive like she plays basketball you know and plays plays really well at that. But you know, she has more fun watching us fail than worried about what it makes her look like. So she, she's more like us than and Ava is. Um, like I remember, I don't know if she remembers when we first played Minecraft together, and I tried to do the digging down. She was just like, "Oh yeah, keep doing that, and, and just let me go." And didn't and just laughed when I fell down and there was like an Enderman or something right down there. <laughs> you know, she she it's it's the one reason why I mention on the streams and the podcast that. You know, as my, I love embarrassing her sister, I don't think I can embarrass them. this one. We just laugh, like you know. So as you can hear now. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I just thought, you know, we needed we needed a third segment um, here uh, because you know we uh, we don't have Jen and Tom tonight, so we're not going to uh, do our retro roulette um, that we normally do, um, unless if. Uh, uh, Ashley, do you have any uh, thoughts on Castlevania 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System? <laughs> and that'll do it for this segment of uh, what are the kids playing. Um, I'd like to thank Kitty Ashcat for joining us. Um, too, we'll, you'll see her in chat in our streams every so often, and even over at Roxy Foxy. Uh, with Jen's stream, she'll, she'll pop in there and dance. She'll she'll go to the Bat Dan as well. Or
1: even on live with Roxy and Dead by
0: Daylight. Yeah, yeah, she be doing some DVD. We're trying to hook up to do, maybe show you guys some Roblox at some point, but we got to sort of make sure her wireless is working correctly so we can get on Discord and, you know, just get everything connected so that we can do it. We're charging up her Turtle Beach headphones um, so she can uh, talk to us um, through there. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So that'll do it for the podcast. Um, I would like to thank Ash for joining me. And uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening. We will be live on uh, tonight uh, with uh, some more of The Last of Us as I am um, doing David, David's part. Uh, probably got two, three more streams left, depending on how tonight goes. We'll be back on Wednesday for uh, Jen's stream. Uh, probably some combination of, I don't know if she finished Sons of the Forest last time, but she's been playing through that um, or Phasmophobia, Dead by Daylight, Seven Ways to Die, or Seven Days to Die, or whatever it's called, um, and so, uh, be on the lookout for that, and then back on Friday, I will be playing some more Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, um, still trying to get to the end, I had someone pop in the stream on Friday, um, and asked me if I have beat Mike Tyson yet, um, I had said I have not, so they immediately went, oh, this, so this is gonna be a long series, and I'm like, yes, I probably won't do it until end of summer, maybe fall. But we'll be doing it every Friday, trying to speedrun that game. Um, I currently got a bunch of good times. Um, and just see if I can remember the speedruns. So, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye!